Indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Hand. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> Welcome to the Indigenous Superstars this evening. I'm your host, Rhonda Head, uh, um, and I just want to say Happy New Year to everyone. I uh, hope you had a great holiday. Uh, I know we did, even though we were in lockdown, we just celebrated the holidays with my family and my house, and we just had a really nice holiday, had some good food to eat, and and I hope you guys, everyone out there, had a great holiday. And welcome back to the show and welcome and to a brand new year. So it's really, I'm excited all the time. I'm coming to you live from Bigetti, Manitoba, the heart of Opaskia Cree Nation. And we're streaming live on Facebook, all my Facebook pages, on Indigenous Superstar Group page, the YouTube channel, my YouTube YouTube channel, and on Twitter as well. And I just want to congratulate Lisa Meaches, my sister Lisa Meaches. She, she, it was just announced that she's getting the Order of Canada, and uh, we're really proud of her uh, here in Apaskaya because we uh, we know that she's paved the way in the film industry and has done a lot of things that she hasn't even announced. So it's uh, her, her award is well-deserved. So I want to congratulate her again, uh, Lisa Meaches, for, for getting uh, an order of Canada, which is awesome. Also want to mention today, uh, all the women wore their, all the Indigenous women wore their, wore our ribbon skirts today in support of Bella Kulak. Uh, today, uh, uh, what what that was all about was that her teacher, she went to school one day uh, in the new year, and and uh, she wore her her ribbon skirt, and her teacher shamed her out for wearing that that uh, ribbon skirt. And I just posted the link to the story of of what happened to her. Just a ten year old girl, and and uh, women across um, Canada wore their ribbon skirts in, in honor and to support Bella or uh, what's her name here? Bella Kulak. Yeah, that's her name. So um, I want to say uh, congratulations to Bella and for standing her ground and being courageous. That's the way to go. Just because someone says it's wrong doesn't mean it's right. So congratulations to you, Bella. And I also want to announce that I'm I'm uh, moving, or not moving, expanding. Well, I guess moving, moving forward, but expanding the show to to different areas. Uh, on Wednesday, I'm going to be interviewing the awesome Powell MC, and everyone knows him in the Powell Trail, Ruben Littlehead. He graciously accepted to to be interviewed on Tuesday, so I'm really excited to to interview him. And then next week, I'm going to be in, interviewing Red Berry Woman from um, Mandan, North Dakota, or New, Newtown, North Dakota. She's a really beautiful Indigenous designer, and I can't wait to, to interview her and for her to show off her beautiful designs. And, and uh, I, I'm, I'm going into a new direction, but but I'm still going to be in, um, interviewing Musicians, of course, 
how can I, uh, you know, there's so many musicians to interview. So I'll still be interviewing the musicians as well. So without without further ado, uh, Jane Net Netaways says, hello from Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. Hi, Jane. Welcome to the show. You're in for a treat tonight. <laughs> so I'm just going to read the, the bio of my 53rd guest. So I'm really excited to to uh, be on my 53rd guest since I started in, in April. It's been a it's been a learning journey and a learning curve, and and uh, I'm really glad that I'm still doing it, and I get to talk to my peers every week, and that's so much fun for me. So my musical guest today is Rafael Diaz. I hope I said that correctly. <laughs> Rafael resides in the greater Boston area and is from the Apache tribe from Texas. He's won a Native American. Uh, Native American Music Awards and New England Music Award Award winner. He's a former member of the group Homework, a 2011 NAMI nominee for Song of the Year Cyber Girl, 2011 UMA winner for R&B Song Cyber Girl, 2012 UMA winner for the Best New Artist, 2012 winner for Best Hip Hop Love Me Down, and 2000. And a UMA winner for the R&B Song of the Year, We Miss You, a tribute to Whitney Houston. Raphael also has his own radio show called The Raphael Show that airs every Friday night. Please welcome my 53rd guest, Raphael. 53 hey. in the house. <laughs> how are you? Good, how are you? Let's get this flag together. Okay, make sure we up in there. Got to represent, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I should have had my Canadian flag. Yeah. <laughs> but I should have had your uh, the sweater you gave me. I, I didn't think oh, about that. I should have put that on, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, OCN Blizzard. Mm -hmm. The hockey jersey. Yep, yep. From Ooh, the hen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell a story about that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna ask you a couple of questions here. Uh, so how did you get how did you get um, inspired to get into music? Um, I come from a musical um, showbiz kind of family. My father was a trained uh, musician. A lot of my um, aunts and uncles they all sang either professionally or acted um, or danced professionally. So it was just something, um, <clears throat> you know, I was involved with since I was a kid. And um, I figured I was going to be a superhero or a superstar, one of the two. I wanted to be one or the other. Couldn't be a super. I wasn't going to get struck by lightning and get some kind of crazy power. So I figured I'd stick with the music. And, and I've been doing it ever since I was 15. Awesome. Well, you're, you're on Indigenous Superstars. So you're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> I made it. I feel like I made it. it. Well, connecting, doing the indigenous thing um, was was really uh, was a big deal for me because uh, I followed um, Mickey Free. You know Mickey Free. Oh yeah. I never really knew he was uh, native. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of um, info back in the day. I just knew he was cool, and he hung out with the people that I liked the music that they were making. And uh, with the internet, I hadn't seen him for a while, and I looked him up and saw that he was doing 
he was doing indigenous music and that he had was part of the 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 NAMIs and and um it made me research it and decide I wanted to um I wanted to get in touch with my heritage uh that way and through Mickey I didn't think I wasn't sure I'd be accepted cuz I don't do flute and drums and stuff like that but um through Mickey I learned that indigenous music is um is music made by indigenous people. It can be any any format, can be any genre, uh, however you want to get down. Um, you can do it as just long as you keep true to who you are. It's indigenous. So that's very true. <clears throat> and and yeah, and it just it's just a it's a vast range of so many amazing indigenous artists from all different genres. And it, and it's just incredible how all the musicians out there that uh, that need to be interviewed. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Being creative, yeah. Well, that's that's basically what I've been doing. Um, I just so I, I did music back in, like I said, since I was fifteen. I had um, I was with Homework, which was uh, Maurice Star, New Kids on the Block. I toured all over the country with them, um, major label act, and then. Um, you know, I took a little break from the music and when this whole social media stuff started, um, I got on MySpace and within like a day I had like a thousand followers because I put stuff up about the music and the, the supporters were still there. And, you know, with this whole Internet, I was able to realize that um, all we really need is just a chance, just an opportunity to be heard. There's people out there that will support you that will gravitate towards you you can find your own audience you know you don't have to be stuck to a label and and jump through the hoops and and especially you know trying to be conscious of my native heritage um not wanting to do anything that would i don't know some way dishonor that so being being on my own uh pushing my music i was ready to go full forward and then my son had a stroke um, I couldn't tour. I couldn't go and play my music. And a friend of mine had a radio station and he approached me. He said, hey, why don't you do a radio show? And I'm like, I'm not a DJ. What am I? You know, and he's like, no, you just host a show. You play your music. You know, you connect to your people. And that's what I've been doing. Um, I traveled, went to the NAMIs, met you at the NAMIs. And, and you brought a lot of folks my way that I still play and that I still talk to um, on my show. So. This is a whole nother world that I never would have thought would have been possible when I was out there, you know, supposedly made it on a label, but I, I'm able to reach more people and have more real um, connection with artists today because of, you know, what we're doing right now than would have ever been able to do back in the day. So this is this is such a blessing to me. It is truly a blessing for for me as well too. Just meeting the people, the artists that we get to meet, about, like from everywhere, from mm-hmm. right across Turtle Island, right, and then sometimes uh, even the ones overseas, like in Australia and the Sami people, and and uh, oh yeah, yeah, just all the, it's just incredible all the artists how the the beautiful music that they're making, and and um, the other thing too is like I'm really glad that you're you're doing. Um, uh, hosting a radio show because you're getting our music spun on on your show and and I really want to thank you for for playing some of my music and then the, the oh, yeah. people that I've connected to that you've been playing um, their music as well. So um, what do I want? Do you, 
Do you want to go into your songs? Do, uh, does, oh, do you want me to play something? or? Yeah, you can play something. Okay, I'll just put, I'll throw something in the background. So this is, okay. let's see, let's do, um, oh, we'll do one more time. No, Love Me Down. That's what I won for. I won this. This is the the song that won my NAMI uh, for best hip hop R&B, I guess. They can hear it. It's in the background. Can you hear it? I can hear it. Awesome. Okay. You got to hear the... Here we go. Play the music. I sound like a... Sound like a little kid when I sing, but <laughs> you have a it's, high voice. You must be a tenor. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to think nice tenor, first tenor eventually. You know, with some practice. <laughs> Can't be a mezzo soprano like you. You know, you got that the pipes over there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was happy we won. Uh, with this and then um like i said we got nominated for pop um pop song of the year and i got introduced by uh by um what's the that group's name uh the village people <laughs> that was pretty exciting you know being a kid the village people were like you know amazing superstars and yeah. i got to meet them and they introduced uh my song when we uh, we didn't win that year, but you know, just being introduced by legends like that was was pretty cool, and that all came through the Namies. The Namies are a pretty decent organization. Felipe Rose. Yeah, Felipe. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to get him. I'm still trying to get to, to interview him, but logistic wise, we're we're having trouble connecting and finding it uh, to secure a date. So I still mm-hmm. want to get him on here. Uh, Felipe Rose is the he's one of the performers on. The village people, one of the things mm-hmm. so is cool that, that he comes out to the to the NAMIs and he supports us. He's really, he's oh, yeah. really good. Well, he's we uh we connected, we were going back and forth uh for a while. I was uh you know playing some of the uh, some of his stuff, some of his indigenous stuff, and um, you know, he was he was commenting, he's a really nice guy. Most of the people that I've run into um since I got involved. Um, with the with the native side of, of doing things, um, everybody's been been very um, you know open and supportive and willing to connect. So it's been it's been an almost hundred percent positive thing for me. So I'm I'm just so glad I I did it and I stuck with it. And I still have people like you that I'm connected with, and yeah, I'll never give it up. <laughs> oh, it's it's our our um, community is so awesome. It's small. But uh, I think it's growing now that, that uh, now that we're paving the way too for a lot of the, the younger generation coming up, and it is it's a great community to belong to, and we support each other in a lot of ways. You know, we can play our music, we, we, we spin our music, we, we listen to it on Spotify or, or or iTunes, and you know, we try and support each other that way. For sure, and then when we're all when we're all together in, in the in the room, the the it's such a great energy, right? Being around mm-hmm. the artists, yeah. Just, I oh, yeah, we were... yeah. Go ahead. I, yeah, I remember that one year that we um 
we were at the Nammies <laughs> and we were at the rehearsal. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and, and then it was my turn to go up and, and um, rehearse and the teleprompter was showing the words uh, of what I was supposed mm. to say originally. But you kept doing to... your own thing. <laughs> so so Rhonda was supposed to be saying NHL, but y'all NHL. don't have the NHL. You kept saying NHL. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's hockey. We don't we're talking about NFL. Oh, okay. And then she went back and she did it again from the NHL. No, it's not NHL. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and she was like, No, really? What what is it again? <laughs> NFL. Oh, NFL. Okay, I got it. Yes, we're going to talk about the NHL again. But the, hearing the accent, it was just so cool. And everybody was everybody was laughing and having a good time. You know what I mean? It was nobody tried to make you feel bad. It was like, hey, that's 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 them First Nation folks. That's how they act. <laughs> it was so funny. I kept saying NHL. Uh-huh. NHL. No. NFL. NFL? NHL? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they had to keep stopping. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why? Back it up. She said it again. But it was it was really fun. And then we had, you know, we hung out, nice dinner. Everybody was was uh really good there. Um you met Steve Russianwind and them up there, right? I did. Did you get yeah. to meet them? Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, just yeah. really, really nice people. Yeah. I I interviewed Steve a couple of weeks ago. He oh yeah flute music yeah mm-hmm. so it was really awesome to have him on the show and and uh, I'm really happy I, I went there because I maintained contact with all the musicians that I met which is mm-hmm. really good because uh you know it's good for my show and I, I just gotta message them and and you know uh everyone that I've contacted have agreed to come on the show like right away and and they've been yeah they've been real they, they're real people None of that, none of that. Talk to my manager, talk to my agent. None of that. Just, Hey, let me know when you're on and I'll come on. I've had, I've had Steve and his, and his wife on a couple of times. Very, very great. Very good interview. Good music. Um, yeah, I could hear him. He was sipping on, he was sipping on something. You could hear the ice and he was taking a little sip. I said, what you sipping on Steve? He's like, you can hear that. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) this digital, this digital stuff. You hear everything now, you know? So yeah, it's so it's it's pretty what fun. What's that? Did he tell you what he was sipping on? Yeah, I think he had I think he had a little scotch going on, you know. Probably the single malt. He looks like a single malt <laughs> man. <laughs> no moonshine. <laughs> probably smoking a cigar too, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I I couldn't hear that, but I heard the glass. He's like, Wow, you got good ears. So well I'm I'm a musician like you. <laughs> <laughs> So, so can you tell me more about about your radio show? You said you started it in two thousand and eleven. So, yeah. how did that come to fruition, and how how is it like? It, it, that's a long time ago for it to still be yeah. running. How did so, um, how did that start, and how do you keep it going for so long? Well, like I said, it, it was a um, it came out of you know one door closed. I couldn't tour. I couldn't go out and do shows uh, for my music and. I'm a local station, a guy, a friend of mine, he had a station. He told me to start a show. Um, So I started a show on his station and then I ended up doing a second one on a on a local uh, terrestrial station that wasn't online. Um, 
hot 106 or 106.1. Um, I used to do a, a daily, a Saturday local show. So it was just like all local artists and stuff. And then um, the industry changed a few years ago, the streaming. And um, this there was like one big company that did most of the streaming and they wasn't sure if it was going to work. Um, so it was my opportunity to say, if I'm going to do keep doing this, I wanted my own stream, my own station. So I got my own station, my own stream, and I've just been doing it. What really pushed me forward was, um, you know, being a, a, I was a young man. So I had a lot of female followers from when I was with the label and I was with the big group and they all came back, um, which kind of led my show being geared more towards um, like women's topics and women's issues. And I was able to figure out, you know, by just talking to a lot of these women, if they were in a, um, a restrictive or abusive relationship and we would talk about those kind of things and try and get them help. Um, also, we know that um, suicide is a big problem in, in the native community. Um, I know it is here in the U.S. and uh, in Canada. So I had a, actually I had one listener in Canada that committed suicide and a couple here that were close. And, you know, through talking and, and working out stuff on the show, um, we were able to, you know, to, you know, talk to them and love them and let them know that there was people here, you know, thinking about them and and caring whether they were around. And, you know, so that kind of it. My show first started out just my music and me being silly and crazy to really connect into the people that was listening and the artists that even the artists, like I'd start promoting a female artist on my show and then she would just disappear or she'd have to take down positive posts. And to me, I knew that that meant that she was in a in a bad relationship. Somebody was not letting her do what she needed to do. And some of them, you know, through the show, thank God, were able to come out of it. And just a lot of them, I never heard from them again, or I realized that some of them um, took their life, which was very sad. But um, I think it's been a positive thing. I know it's been positive for me to work through some issues. And, you know, as artists, we're pretty we're pretty cuckoo anyways. You know, it don't take much for us to act silly. So going through like COVID and going through this kind of stuff, um, just having a, a place where they can come and talk and be heard and connect. Um, has been working for them. It's been working for me and I'll keep doing it as long as folks want to keep uh, tuning in and want to keep coming on and, and sharing their, their stories and, and their music with me. And I'll keep being as foolish as I can. So they keep wanting to come on, keep wanting to listen. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I, I'm, I, I know I, I've tuned into your show a few times and I really enjoyed it. And, and yeah, you, you have been helping women when, when you talk on your show and, and thank you for for doing that and stepping up and being a warrior for for us women and and we we really need that and and that's really important that that you've tapped into that uh, you've 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 seen that so thank you so much for for doing that and what it, how can people tune into your show so i'm live every friday night um from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. eastern standard time you can get it on. It's a free app if you want to do the app. Um, it's a free Android, Apple app. The Apple's down right now, but you just go to your Play Store and search for The Raphael Show, um, and you can get the app, and you can listen 24-7. So even though I'm only live Friday night, the stream com continuously plays. So we got, like, this past week and the week before, 
it'll play 24-7. So if you're not able to catch it live, you catch what I call the replay. And then um, we're going to start. I'm going to do like you. I'm going to be brave and try and be like a Ronda Head and expand my show throughout the week and do some more interviews and get back to doing a lot of the, the women issues and stuff because it got tough just doing it on a Friday with all the politics and stuff. People just didn't want to hear about politics. They just wanted to, you know, come on my show and I sing and I act foolish and they have a good time and I tell jokes and make fun of myself. And, and so people like that, but I think, I think it was important. There was a, there was an audience for the, the women's issues and maybe some of the politics. So hopefully I'll be doing that. You can just go to the Raphael, uh, show page, Raphael, the Raphael show on Facebook and click the button and you can listen there. And if you're an independent artist, just um, you could send the music to any of my pages or just to Rafael Diaz, all one word at Hotmail. And, you know, g- give me your information. Tell me you're on Facebook. Tell me you're on Instagram so I can check it out. And I'll play anybody's music, even, you know, some of the stuff that you gave me for your music is really not my format. But it doesn't matter. Good music, a good tone, a good voice. People will listen to it. And and even though it's not the format, mine's like 80s, 90s uh, funk. And I, I'm playing, you know, classical, operatic music from you. And people are loving it. It's like I play a rock song, I play a hip hop song, and I play some opera from Run to Head. And it, and it works. So Awesome. So you hear that? So you hear that, fellow musicians? Send your music to Raphael, and he'll he'll uh, play your music. Uh, look look him up on Facebook and send your your music to him, and your music links. He'll check out your music. Yeah, we so, got uh, listeners all over the world. <laughs> awesome! Yeah, that's what, and and I wanted to say like that. Uh, I'm so glad you're going to be starting your own uh, interviews as well. Because mm-hmm. there's not enough platforms for Indigenous artists to be out there. And and the more, the better. The more, the merrier. And, and we need to get our music out there. Our music is so awesome. And, and it, it, it's just as good as mainstream, if not even, if not better. Because we are, our stories are real that we tell. And, oh, definitely. And, uh, they're very heartfelt. You could feel our music, and we need that uh, platform and, and medium to get our music and sh- music out there and shared with the world because they really need to hear our music. Yeah, we just want a chance to be heard. That's all. If we get a chance, we'll find our audience. Yeah, that's right. We need we need a chance to be heard. And uh, there's another question I wanted to ask you. You're you're a personal trainer for your own mm-hmm. company called Diesel. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I've been I've been um, I've been in the gym ever since I was a kid. Like I said, I was going to either be a superhero or a superstar. So superheroes got to be in shape and no, you know, I took martial arts and boxing ever since I was little Um, in the 90s. I kind of thought I wanted to be a professional uh, bodybuilder. So I was working my way up to that. I was like 300 pounds and all kinds of muscle. And um, I just found out that there was just. um, there was too much, too much drugs, too much shadiness involved in it for me. Um, so I just kind of pulled back and I started gearing more towards helping kids um, in school, you know, student athletes and stuff. And then I ended up doing um, a mentorship program with the Red Sox for like seven years every summer, just oh, wow. taking all the high risk kids from the city and and teaching them the game of baseball, teaching them um, 
how to be a, a, a positive young person in the inner city uh, through the, through sports, through working out. I started doing a day camp um, where they'd come and they would train at my house and then we'd go to the, the field and work out and then come back. And I mean, I've been training adults too and, and trying to um, get people that, other people that want to compete um, in bodybuilding and, and physique uh, competitions. I've been doing that. Um, for about 20, 25 years. Like I said, I've been in the gym ever since I was a kid. So it was a natural thing for me. Eventually I might do some supplement lines and stuff like that. But, um, COVID really gave me an opportunity to see if I had, um, a dedicated clientele because when, you know, they shut the gyms down, everybody wanted to come to my house. So, um, I kept, I was going to stop, but you know, a lot of people need this for their, their peace of mind. It's not just health. They that's that's their therapy. They come, they work out, they they talk, they get a little sweat going and breathe hard, and they feel better when they leave. So, um, I think I'm providing the service on that end. And if you end up looking good and feeling good about yourself, well, then we all winning. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's awesome. Good for you. I'm I'm really glad you do that for for our youth too. That that's so awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. That's so, so awesome. So do you have any parting words that you want to say? Any last final words before we... Uh, Just um, thank you for the opportunity to be here. Your friendship over the years has been a, a real blessing to me. When I see you pop on when I'm doing the show, it gets me excited. I know Canada's in the house. Uh, where it's cold at? I can't... <laughs> I don't understand how you even come out of the house like nine <laughs> months out of the year, but... Um, yeah. So just, uh, you know, get at me. I'll play whatever you got and let's keep connecting. Let's keep building and let's keep um, making sure that uh, indigenous artists get a chance to be heard and seen. Now we can seen too, because of Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to start that too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so thank you so much for being my 53rd third guest it's, it's been a, a, a awesome ride for sure and i'm looking mm -hmm. forward to my 54th guest which is uh ruben little that Paolo, amazing paulo mc ruben littlehead so Good. thank you so much and and uh stay safe stay healthy continue to social distance wear your mask and and hand sanitize <laughs> all that stuff yeah <laughs> all right thank you i'll be watching all right and i'll be listening to your show on friday all right. Thank you. Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous superstar. Only on Indigenous Superstars.